Welcome to the I Give an F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette, and we're here to talk about the latest news in Formula One. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to we're going to have a full news episode today for the end of the year. Yes, it's going to be so much fun. Um, but before we do, I just wanted to give you all a recap, not a race recap, but a recap of <laughs> our last few days. So um, I had a little Christmas party at my house and Lynette drove the whole hour to my house to get here. And it was a lot of fun. We did like a little gift exchange. It was. It was nice. All Christmassy. What did we drink? And gifts. We and yes, <laughs> I brought you some Ferrari champagne or sorry, Ferrari sparkling wine. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was so mm -hmm. good. It was taking me back to like paddock <laughs> club days at Coda in October because that was all they had to drink. Like, well, I mean, they had more than that, but like every table had Ferrari champagne. So, um, of course, yeah, <laughs> that was the perfect like gift to bring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and while we were at the party, Lynette gave me a little bit of news. Do you want to tell everybody where you're headed? <laughs> yes, for the holidays. So I'm going to Italy and then I'm going to London and it's going to be my first time in London. So I'm excited for that. And of course, excited for Italy to spend Christmas in Italy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so jealous. Like... <laughs> How rude that I'm not invited. No. <laughs> um, so you're going to where in Italy? I'm going to go to Florence for, I mean, Milan first for a few days and then Florence. I'll spend Christmas in Florence um, and then New Year's in London. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Although I will say like, I don't know. I mean, I know we have like some UK listeners. Um, I don't believe I had the best first time in the UK when I went to <laughs> London. So maybe I need a repeat. It was just like the architecture, I don't know. It's so confusing when you're like an Italy girl where like, it's just, <laughs> you lived in Italy in college and then you go to London and it's like, you know, you've got like this amazing architecture, old architecture in Italy. And then you go to London and you've got like old and new, it's just kind of like a bit jarring. So I'm curious to get your opinion <laughs> when you get back mm -hmm. to just like hear thoughts, because I don't know. I mean, Everyone has preferences. I just thought the food was amazing there in London, but um, the architecture was a little confusing to me. <laughs> when did you go? Can explain it to us. Uh, where did I go? When did you go? Oh, um, 2000, I think it was like 2015, 2014 okay. or 15. Yeah. It was um, a study abroad program, like a separate study abroad mm. program. I studied... <laughs> How luxury, fun. <laughs> luxury marketing <laughs> so, shows where we're headed now. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we spent like, I spent like a week in London before I went to Paris for my program. So mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. You know, yeah, first time there. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. And then of course I told you, um, there's an F1 arcade there. It's like a yes. restaurant arcade type of thing. It looks really nice. Um, so we're going to be going to that for sure to go check it out and do some like sim racing and stuff. So we'll so see how jealous. I do. <laughs> it's going to be so amazing. You have to give us all the details. Like yeah. we need a full blown reel just showing all of the activities. So we everything that on... you can do there. Yes. Yes. Um, well, that's awesome. I know we've had a lot of activity going on off track since the season ended and so Lynette and I wanted to get some news together, some current news to chat about. And Lynette, do you want to start us off? Yeah, so I think um, what else to start with than um, the whole Toto and Susie Wolf drama that was going on just like a week or two weeks ago, maybe just yeah. a week. Um, and everything that happened to that, which is kind of over with now. So they started an investigation into mm -hmm. them um, with conflict of interest. And the whole reason I think it started was there was some kind of like a media outlet, some publication that put something out talking about somebody from Formula One giving information to someone from the FIA. So I guess, you know, they just assumed Toto and Susie, right? Um, right. And so then they, the FIA launched an, an investigation into that. 
And then a few days later, all of the teams come out with a statement saying that they weren't the ones who reported anything or, you know, like said anything about it. That Mm -hmm. was so weird. Like, yeah. So, (laughs) so they basically said, you know, we haven't said anything. We support Formula One management and um, F1 Academy and all of that. So then it kind of turned into this whole like FIA versus Formula One management thing um, with all of the teams just kind of like being behind Formula One management and F1 Academy and all of that. And so the FIA kind of just like stood there on their own and, um, you know, didn't really have much else to say about like why the investigation was started, where it really came from. So we can just say that basically it was just from that one media publication, which apparently isn't even all that like credible. Um, And so within a few days, they released a statement that the investigation was over and that nothing was found. So (laughs) um, I think it just kind of brought a lot of confusion with the fans and just everybody that, you know, saw what happened once, once the teams came out and said that it wasn't them, you know, well, it's like, okay, well then who was it? What, you know, is this even true? Was it somebody else? Like what's really going on? Um, And that's it. It was over within a matter, matter of days, really. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people were, uh, you know, obviously taking Susie's side. I think she felt a bit uh, called out and maybe attacked. And I think she used her gender as like kind of an excuse as to like why these people felt like they could come for her. And, um, and it was just a lot of drama. It was a lot of drama. There were two statements that she put out, one being that you know, she felt very targeted, um, by like certain people higher up and specifically like males. And then, um, the second statement was about, you know, not really getting any recognition or apology or, or explanation after they dropped the investigation. Um, so yeah, just a lot of muddy water. I don't know. I, I, I'm not really sure what this means, like for the future of all of their relationships with the FIA and F1, like, it's just all very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at the end of the day, like now it's resolved, everything is passed. And, you know, fortunately, we don't have to speculate that now that nothing has been done between or said between <laughs> Toto and Susie. Um, but I mean, I come it, it, makes me think um in a way like how how do they not think that like Susie and Toto living under the same roof like I know she probably doesn't let him in on you know the important things or whatever that they're the the, I guess the secretive things that they're working on or whatever she probably isn't legally allowed to talk to him about everything but I mean their husband and wife like they've lived and breeds formula one, like their whole careers. Um, and now she is ahead of this F1 Academy and she's very well respected, but I don't think that that means that like, there's not some topics that they can talk about, like at home, you know, like what else are they going to talk about? They're like obsessed with this sport, (laughs) you know what I mean? So, um, and I, I also don't know what would be so like, bad (laughs) they're like that they're chatting about I don't know I'm just Mm -hmm. there's no detail behind any of this other than she was being investigated because they were both apparently talking to each other about Mm -hmm. stuff yeah and and it was like both of them yeah both of them being investigated and I'm not like they said like we said that they didn't say exactly what it was like what was said but you know, there was talks about it being things like regulations um, and that maybe Toto knowing about things before they've been announced and so that Mercedes was able to prepare and just like different things like that but I mean they said they didn't find anything and the investigation's canceled so yeah I don't know that's that That whole thing was very very confusing but Mm -hmm. um but I digress I mean now we're past it and I think we would be remiss not to like you know chat about it because that was the biggest news topic this past week. And I have to say the, my favorite thing that came out of it was 
how many people were posting the same message on their Instagrams. Like I was ready to just like type up the four, the I give an F1 podcast <laughs> has not, has, you know, not said anything in regards to someone in F1 Academy and Formula One. Like, I don't know. I just wanted to do it so bad, but I, I, I held back. <laughs> Um, just every single team writing the same statement was yeah and exactly the same copy and paste like did not even just didn't even change it up <laughs> yeah. so but anyway, yeah there's um, definitely something going on between the FIA and FOM um, that you know <laughs> is bound yeah. to come out you know maybe the FIA wants a little more power or something more control um, who knows, you know, so we'll mm -hmm. see what other kinds of things like start popping up. Yeah. This well, little fight between them. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's resolved and I'm glad Susie is uh, able to move on with her F1 Academy. So, yeah. Do you think it was made a little bit bigger than it actually was? Or what do you think? Do you think like all the, like the response was, was right? Um, or I'm really not even sure because I'm not even sure what the premise was. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's just like, I, I understand it's like sharing of like information is wrong. Um, but I, I think questioning her integrity, like we really don't know what happened behind the scenes. Like who was talking to who, who said what to who, like what was Susie told that was being investigated? I mean, and, and so I think because we don't know anything other than the very bare basics of like what this was about, it's hard mm -hmm. for me to, to assess whether or not somebody overreacted in like the heat of the moment. Cause like maybe, maybe her integrity was being questioned in a way that really pissed her off. And she was probably like, I'm going to say something. And, um, and if, you know, to each their own, I mean, I can't, I don't really know. So it's hard for me to say. What, what do you think? Um, I feel like it was a little bit, but overreaction, but maybe on like the social media part of it, you know, all the fans and stuff. But I think that's like happens every time something happens, you know, everybody right. just kind of like goes crazy and, and, you know, also they don't know what the situation was like. And so there's just like a lot being said. And I think it should have right. kind of been like, okay, well, you know, like, we support Susie. Let's just see what happens. And it's an yeah. investigation. Like if nothing comes out, then great. Like then she can say, okay, look, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> but, and then if something does, okay, well they had a reason, but, right. um, you know, I think it was just like, okay, an investigation, maybe, um, it was the way it all happened. Cause I right. guess maybe they didn't, they weren't told about it. They found out through the media. I think I, saw yeah. something about that. I don't know if it's true. So maybe it was all like the way that it happened. But as far as like the fans and social media goes, I think it kind of like got a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like always, but you know, what do you expect? <laughs> well, we have nothing else to talk about Lynette. So what do you think I know. we're going to talk about all the drama? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. um, no, I totally get it. I think it was blown out of proportion. Like by everyone probably who wasn't involved, but I think everyone mm -hmm. who was involved probably had a reason to react yeah. the way that they did at the time. I mean, we really don't know what the story was, but I'm just glad it's over with and Susie will be left alone. Yeah. Because and that it was over with for... fast, you know, that it didn't like keep going on and that she had to keep kind of like defending herself in the media and all of yeah. that stuff. So yeah, for sure. For sure. So, well, I guess that's all we have for the Susie and Toto conversation, but we've got more news to talk about. <laughs> so do okay, you want to so, bring in yeah, the sprint Yeah, let's talk about sprint races. Yeah, I was <laughs> Everybody's excited about favorite that. Thing. <laughs> so as you know, they've been like changing up the sprint races since they announced, like since they started them, right? So we've kind of had some different formats, some different locations right. that do it. They've increased the amount. So they've released um, everything about the sprint races for next year, for 2024. So we're going to have six races again, which is what we had this year. And the the places that they're going to have it at is in Austria, or, <clears throat> yeah, Austria, Austin, Brazil, Qatar, China, and Miami. 
Right. Um, and then the schedule is a little bit different. So it's going to be on Friday. They're going to have the practice and the sprint shootout. So that's the qualifying Which for before the they had practice and qualifying. Mm-hmm, qualifying for the race on Sunday. So now it'll right. be the basically qualifying for the, the sprint race. And then on Saturday, it's sprint race and qualifying for the main race after. Yes. And then Sunday you have the, the race. So, um, yeah. So what do you think about that, that format? So I like it. I like that it's broken up. Um, the, the way, and I think when you and I were talking about how like the USGP was set up, there was so much time in between on Saturday that it really, I think it really wore people out to have all of this activity. Like there was, I think they had, um, what was it? The sprint shootout and the sprint race was on Saturday Mm -hmm. and And it was about like four hours, four hours in between. And I, and I understand like there was a lot going on. We had F1 Academy races. We had other stuff going on that weekend, but to have that much time in between was like a lot. And also it's like a full, full day of stuff, you know, and those are all important things, but I'm kind of excited to see a little bit of a difference in like what's going on day to day, because it's not just like fully sprint race on Saturday. It's like mm-hmm. shootout and then race, shootout on Friday, race on Saturday. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. I also, um, I think you and I like talked about this a lot throughout this, this season. Like, do we really like having a sprint race? And the more I was thinking about it. I mean, yeah, it's really fun. It's really fun activity for the fans, but it is exhausting to do all of that in one weekend. (laughs) So, and I can't imagine how exhausting it is on the teams, Yeah, you know, just to be a, yeah, just to be a, like a person watching is exhausting to then be like a part of a team, a driver, a pit crew having to do that all weekend. I feel for them. So like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's it'll be interesting to see a different schedule. Yeah. Well, I'm think? just not sure about Saturday. So having the sprint race and then qualifying for the main race a- after, and I, I don't know yeah. h- what the time frame is going to be, like how much time in between. But I think that could really kind of mess up things oh, for some of the teams and some of the yeah. drivers. You know, what if there's a 100%. crash that isn't their fault or something happens, and now they can't qualify in qualify for the main race which is really what matters you know I think I don't know about that I think that's oh my gosh kind of a I don't know (laughs) wait that's such yes that is such a huh interesting you got me thinking about that now yeah they're gonna be freaking exhausted (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so if something happens with the cars during the sprint race and now the mechanics, like, you know, if they can't fix the car in time for the the race and, or for, sorry, for qualifying qualifying for the main race, then that's really going to mess up their race on Sunday. Do you think if they had switched, like if they had done practice and then sprint shootout and then qualifying and then the sprint race, do you think that would be better? I think it might be better on Fridays have like just one practice and then the qualifying for the sprint race. So the sprint shootout and then the sprint race on Friday after. Oh, and then yeah. Saturday, keep it qualifying, like have a practice and qualifying and then Sunday the race. And so have Friday just be like their sprint shootout, sprint, shootout sprint, sprint race day. Yeah. That's yeah. And then if something happens, they have a a longer amount of time to fix the car for qualifying and for Sunday. Yeah. So they have also had the topic up for discussion about the reverse grid. So, um, it would make, I guess a lot of people were discussing whether or not like a reverse grid, which if you guys are new to formula one, they would basically take what, however, the sprint shootout, which is the sprint qualifying ends up, they would, whoever ended up in 20th would now be in P one going into the sprint shootout or the sprint race. So, um, and I thought about that and I was like, that could make things interesting. 
But then I was like, but what if the drivers know that <laughs> they're going to be put in reverse grid? Then they're just going to like not do well. So yeah. <laughs> would it be like a would it be like a surprise um, announcement? No, I would think they would have to have it. So they said that they would award the points in a way that would stop them from doing that. But I don't know. I still don't like that at all. I just feel like, I mean, if you have to come up with things like that to make the race exciting, then you might right. have other issues, you know, with with everything. If you don't think the races as they are are exciting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't. Or it, and also like having that affect the championship, you know, because now you're getting put in the back and you have to just because you're good or fast and now you have to make your way through through the field and to try and earn points while the other guys can be ahead. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me at all. You know, yeah. like I understand. Oh, it's fun to see these these like faster guys try and make it make their way through. But that's. I mean, that's not really, I think, like the point of Formula One and racing, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. if that was the case, then okay, have everybody start like on the same line <laughs> and and not nobody have an advantage. But obviously that's <laughs> not possible. But <laughs> hey, hey, there you go. That's a good idea, though. Let's make you know, wide, wide racetracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That just I don't I'm not a fan of that at all. Yeah. I think they're they're like looking. I don't know what they're trying to do. Like to by saying you know make things more exciting and i mean it's like kind of trying too hard now to try and get fans to be into it into yeah. racing and it's like you know not everybody's gonna gonna like it so just yeah. stick with with what you've been doing yeah for sure yeah well we'll see what happens next year yeah i know so with this now that gives a total of 30 races for the year so we have the 24 uh, regular races and then the six sprint races. So I'm sure Max is really happy about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and what do you think of the location? So obviously we're going to have Austin again, so we get to see that. And then yeah. like the two new ones is going to be China and, um, Miami, Miami. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Miami. They just had to I, make it another U S race. Didn't they? I know. I feel like they added Miami cause Miami hasn't really had like the best races. Like, They've what raced there twice and hasn't right. really been like exciting. And I think last this year, I don't know if they were expecting like bigger crowds and it really didn't didn't happen. So yeah. I think like maybe they added that to try and get people to come come watch <laughs> to show. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Austria could be cool mm -hmm. um, to have the sprint race. But I mean, another U.S. race. I mean, come on. Just yeah. stop it already. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess at least it's not Vegas because we know all their, <laughs> their technical difficulties they had over yeah. the weekend. <laughs> they need a couple more years to make sure they have everything ready. Yeah. So. Um, well, it'll be another long weekend, long and exciting weekend in Austin next year. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'm glad we have a sprint race for more more excitement. But at the end of the day... If we didn't have sprint races, I don't think I'd be missing out too much. So yeah, no. <laughs> um, so what do we have next? So next we had um, so track limits. We had um, some issues with that this year. I feel like more than oh, ever yeah. before. So, many. so in Abu Dhabi, the FIA ran a test using AI to track track hmm. limits. So the system is called computer vision, and the way it works is it judges pixels on the video. And okay. then that way, like, it's exactly the same every single time. Like if, a, you know, the pixels, like if it moves, like, the, say, the tire pixel, right, goes over uh -huh. the other little pixel, then that would be like some sort of like tra track limit infringement. Yeah. And so this will help um, cut down time. So they have about average 800 reports, and it should cut that down to about 50 that the stewards have to check. So now it shouldn't take that long. You know, you're not going to have somebody find out that their time was deleted while they're being interviewed for, you know, <laughs> the top three or something like that. Um, yeah. So that should help. Good. That's good. Mm -hmm. um, 
What do you think about all of this AI running the world, Lynette? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like it depends on the sport and stuff, but um, I like like the human element to to sport sometimes. I feel like for something like this, okay, I could you know that works. Mm-hmm. But um, there's other things that I'm like, hmm, this is getting too much. <laughs> I'm kind of with you actually on this. I I do love the the human element, the like, you know, the human error factor. Mm-hmm. I love that because it adds it adds it could add a little bit of drama and it adds like history to the sport. Yeah. I think it keeps it authentic. Um, yeah. But you know we're we're living in 2023, so we better uh, start <laughs> growing with the times on that, or we're going to be like I our know. grandparents who can't I use know. a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, should we use AI on our podcast? Oh wait, we already do. I know (laughs) how you don't know. No. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we use AI on a couple of things, but definitely not our beautiful faces. So, (laughs) um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on it. I don't think we, we really need to add more things, but maybe it'll, it maybe for the, the time aspect, it could Mm -hmm. help, but then, yeah. Or they could do something else with the jobs, like, you know, Hopefully not. Less stewards to to look at everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think they should maybe change the tracks where they have a big issue with the track limits and just Mm -hmm. put gravel, put something there that's going to, that they'll really say, okay, I better not get on that or it's going to really mess with my time. So yeah, I think that would be a better start and then go, go from there. Yeah, for sure. So next up on our news, we have a little bit of news about Spain, the Spanish Grand Prix. (laughs) So um, Madrid is closing on a deal to host the Grand Prix from 2026 to 2035, and it will be known as the Madrid Grand Prix. So this means that in 2026, Spain could host two, potentially, which is not what I thought. Still have... they would still have Barcelona for that one for 2026 before they're done. Right. When I saw this news originally, I was like, oh, man, they're going to get rid of Barcelona. <laughs> um, but, I mean, to have another one in Spain would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Also, though, I mean, could be amazing to have it in a different country, too. So, um, But I, I'm, I'm never going to complain about having a second Grand Prix in Spain. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm just glad that they're keeping it in Spain and not just getting rid of Barcelona completely and not having a race in Spain. I feel like you have to have a race in Spain, you know, like, you know, you've had Fernando Alonso, like he's huge with in Spain, obviously. And then, you know, Carlos, like he's going to be racing for a while, too. So I feel like, you know, they they need a race there so they can see their guys race. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah, I think that um, that'll be nice. So we have a, a we, when we posted this on our Instagram, we had a comment from the Dirty Side of the Track podcast, which um, we actually were on their podcast um, a couple months ago, and we love these guys. They just gave us a little note on their thoughts, and I thought I would read it. So um, they said, problem is that it's yet another street track we don't need and won't really be in the heart of city, basically an industrial area by Real Madrid's training ground and an airport. So we won't even have the awesome backdrop of, say, Monaco or Vegas, but wish they'd race on more real tracks that are actually designed for cars to go fast around. More Silverstone, Coda, less Formula City. So what do you think about that? Um, I don't hate street tracks like a lot of people do because I like those tight tracks that like there's no room for mistakes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're exciting. So I don't hate street tracks, but like I appreciate the, you know, the other types of tracks, um, that they have like the purpose built tracks, but yeah. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. know. We'll just have to wait and see you know, well, how, how the circuit is, but I don't hate okay. street tracks. I like them. So I have to say that maybe this is my moment where I can just let everybody know that I'm going to 
the Spanish Grand Prix next year. (laughs) So you Um, get to report back and see how that track is in Barcelona and if it should be on the calendar or (laughs) we get rid of it. I have a feeling I'm going to hope that it stays on the calendar, but um, uh, there's not many. Just so you can go to Barcelona. (laughs) Yeah. There's not many experience that I've had with Formula One that I don't like. So I Mm -hmm. feel as though um, I'll probably come back with rave rave reviews. Um, But yes, I will be in Barcelona in June. So um, hopefully if any of you guys are in Spain and you want to like, you know, show your girl around, like, let me know. Cause I'll be there. Um, but yeah, so I will report back on that later on, but, um, yeah, we are getting our tickets and we have our flights booked, so it'll be fun. Um, and I definitely want to see a Madrid race. I, I guess I'm opposed to that comment just, just in the sense of like getting to, like you said, just like, let's test it out. Let's see what it's like. And Mm -hmm. If it stays, it stays. If it sucks, it goes. So yeah, and yeah, the track. I don't think it's finalized yet. They had like they came out with one design, and that one was scrapped because I guess they had it going through a roundabout, and so they changed it. We'll yeah. see. You know, everybody um, was upset about Vegas and that track and how it was going to be, and then it turned out to be like one of the favorites of the year. So yeah. I think I'm still up for debate on the Vegas thing. I'm just glad that they didn't announce a whole nother U.S. race. Oh, my gosh. I would have lost it, honestly, (laughs) Lynette. I would have lost it. And they're still talking about it. Like, I feel like there's still some talks of having another one. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. Like, let's just let's just have Mm -hmm. them in other other countries. Yeah. We live here, so we want to go elsewhere. Yeah, I remember a few, like, with it was like two, not even two, three years after Austin um, was, like, they did Austin. They started mm-hmm. talking about um, having it in, Jer- in New Jersey, and I think they even started working on it, and then it fell through. But I remember when they, even back then when they announced it, I was like, no, I don't want another race in the U.S. <laughs> it's like, we just want to keep it in Austin. Yeah. Like we don't need all you guys. Like just yeah. go home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can admit, no, we just want to keep it yeah. in Austin for us. Yes. It's, it, we're, you know what? We're selfish and that's yeah. okay. we're happy. We're at least we're mm-hmm. self-aware girlies. Yeah. We admit it. <laughs> oh um, okay. So that is, uh, is that all we had on Madrid? Yeah. So, so speaking about us and formula one, so we have some general motors news. Um, yeah. So they applied to be an engine supplier in 2028. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like kind of official that they do want to enter. And, um, obviously with, they've been linked with Andretti. So they would be the supplier for Andretti. Mm -hmm. Um, and if Andretti doesn't join, then, um, well, if Andretti does join, so they would join first. And so they would use a different engine supplier and then switch to General Motors in 2028. General Motors said that if Andretti doesn't make it into Formula One, then they'll just um, like get out because that's the whole reason why they applied and, and they want to be an engine supplier. So if they don't make if they don't make it in, then they'll just get hmm. out of it. So interesting. So we have to kind of wait and see what happens with Andretti there. Um, and then that would give F1 eight and different engine suppliers um, in 2028. So that's Ferrari, Mercedes, Red Bull, which would be like Red Bull, Ford, Renault, Honda, Audi, and then General Motors. Jeez. Yeah. That's a lot. So that would be like some good competition between yeah. all the different engine suppliers. That's what I was thinking. I was like, mm-hmm. that would be really cool to see like all the different engine suppliers and like just the competition that would ensue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess, what do you think? So what did you think about the whole Andretti thing and Andretti joining formula one potentially? And then Um, I guess my, my follow-up question to that would be like, do you think it's, it's a good thing to have more teams and more engine suppliers, um, or just more engine suppliers and just stay with the 10 teams? No, I think it's good to have more teams, especially like, I mean, it's just this one. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it would be good to have 
Andretti in there. And then obviously the engine suppliers, I think is good. Also just, it gives more competition. Um, you know, yeah. like right now we hear a lot about like the engines, you know, like let's say Ferrari engine. Right. And then they, um, give to two other teams. And so like, if something start ha ha starts happening with the, that team's engine, then the other team has to worry. And like, it's kind of like, oh, well this is happening. So, you know, it's going to happen to that team. So I feel like it would, it would not make things as like easy to say, oh, they're having trouble. So this team that gets their engine from them is also going to have trouble. So, right. You know, yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I think more teams would be good. Okay, cool. Well, speaking of teams, we have a new team name. <laughs> Does that take effect this next year? Yes, I believe so. Jesus. Okay. You want to announce it? Yeah. So Alpha Tauri will no longer be known as Alpha Tauri and their new name is going to be the Racing Bulls. What do you think yeah. about that? Well, there was a lot of speculation about this name over the last like month. Mm -hmm. I think people were hearing that name being tossed around. Yeah. I don't know that it was. Extremely and it's not popular. official official yet. It's just like the last that they've said that this is most likely the name. <laughs> Um, I don't like it. That's why you don't like it. It sounds so, I don't like it. Oh my gosh. We are in agreement. Everybody yeah. record it this. Sounds take a very snapshot. generic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, literally it, it, it lacks creativity. Like mm -hmm. what it's, it's a Red Bull team and they're calling themselves racing bulls. <laughs> Come on. They should have just stuck with, um, Toro Rosso. I think that just sounds more. I don't know, more Formula One. What does Toro Rosso mm. stand for? Red Bull. It's Red Bulls Red Bull. in Italian. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or they could have done Racing Bulls in Italian. Yeah. Like that would have been better than calling it Racing Bulls. <laughs> racing Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, boring. <laughs> yeah. So boring. Oh no. And we're, we're just going to struggle so hard to start calling them Racing Bulls. Mm -hmm. Because I could just see in the team recaps, we're like, oh, this and Racing Bulls. Yeah, I feel like, like they're going to start calling them just the bulls, maybe. Oh, the Saying no. racing bulls sounds <laughs> just, I don't know, strange. So just cut it short, and then they're going to start calling them the bulls, and then that just sounds weird. Yeah, <laughs> and then the, or the R bulls or something, like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't get on board with this, guys. We have got a petition. We have got to start a petition. Boycott nobody buy their merch <laughs> until they change their name. No, I can't even. I can't even. Oh God! I hopefully they come up with something else. But okay, well, this could be it, guys. Colors will be blue and silver. Visa and Cash App will be their main sponsors, but they also have other new sponsors. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, interesting. No, don't like it. Don't like it at all. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've also got another team change, team name change. Yeah. So Alfa Romeo will be known just as Sauber and they're going to have a whole completely new car instead of like what the Alfa Romeo was like. So I think that's going to be good for them because the Alfa Romeo just was not good at all <laughs> this year. <laughs> let's, let's forget. So, let's, for, yeah. let's forget, forget that car. <laughs> So might as well just start new and, you know, if it doesn't work out, well, it can't be any worse than what they were this year. And, but yes. hopefully it's better, you know, for them. Yeah. Um, I, I love this name. This is a win, but we've also been saying this for the last year that we knew mm -hmm. that that was going to be their name. It's given us time to digest it. It's given us time to accept it. And now that they have perform so poorly this year I think everyone wants a fresh start and everyone's ready mm -hmm. to call them Sauber so yeah I'm here for this name change <laughs> yeah and it's a name like everyone's familiar with so um we'll have it I think for about like two years and then they'll change to Audi or Sauber Audi I don't know um yeah. what the name will be then but yeah well exciting news for Alfa Romeo mm-hmm <laughs> And then um, some Ferrari news on their car. So they're going to have a little bit of a different car too next year. They're going to be using a lot of inspiration from the Red Bull, which I feel like oh, I'm sure most teams. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> most teams are going to feel 
very inspired by Red Bull this year. Um, so they're going to have a fully redesigned floor. The suspension will be revised and the chassis will incorporate several important features from the RB19. So they're going to do like a mix of, I guess, things that were, were working for them and then some new things, which I don't know, you know, I, I've, I always get nervous when they do things like that because it's like, is it going to work? Is it not going to work? <laughs> do you think it's too little too late? Like we're like follow, like they're like following in the footsteps of Red Bull and they'll never be able to catch up this way? Um, or, or is this like just a tale as old as time? Like this is like what Formula One teams do. Yeah, pretty much. But I feel like Ferrari like their car wasn't horrible it just it during the race they um really struggled with the tires and like the tire degradation so mm -hmm. i feel like they're kind of they kind of got the car and so they just need to make a couple changes and maybe you know they've kind of figured out like these are the things that will work with what we have yeah um but who knows you know <laughs> yeah well who knows yeah, who knows? Because uh, next up in our news, Red Bull will have somewhat of a new design as well coming yeah. up, right? Yeah. So I feel like, well, why are they, I mean, look at the car that they had and how amazing it was. Why are they changing so much? Yeah. From, you know, from and one year to the next. I think a lot of the question was like, they never really had much competition with the car. So we didn't even know the true, I feel like the true abilities of that car because like, at, at least with Max in it, because Max mm -hmm. never really had to race hard against anyone else. And mm -hmm. so, I mean, you see, you see drivers like Carlos and Charles, like driving like so hard in their cars to try and pass Max and, you know, they end up having to like pull back because they have to keep their car on the track for, you know, X yeah. amount of laps. And so I feel like in, we really didn't know the true capability of that RB. So like, I don't know. I mean, I'm like, why change something that's good, but maybe mm -hmm. they, maybe they have a whole new, um, I don't know. Maybe they know something we don't. <laughs> yeah. Which so feels pretty much way. all the changes are going to be like aerodynamic changes. Um, which is, I mean, it's crazy because you'd see when the Red Bull would pass somebody using DRS and like, it would literally just fly by compared to the other cars, you know, the other ones, yeah. like they still kind of had to like, okay, you have DRS, but still kind of have to work for it a little bit. The, the Red Bull was just insane. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I just wonder like what these changes are going to be. Are they going to be, is it? You know, the, seeing the other changes that the teams are making and then now them with this, maybe they're just like, all right, well, now we're going to be even faster, you know, and it's going to be a, like a similar year like this year. Yeah. Yeah. I just wonder what team is going to get an engineer from Red Bull and get all the secrets because that <laughs> that engineer is going to make a lot of money, a lot yeah. of money whoever they are. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's crazy that they've been able to keep their team. So like, I don't know, their team and this car design. So such a secret, no one else mm. has been able to replicate what Red Bull has done. And I'm interested to see, you know, once that gap starts to close, who was the one that had the big mouth? Yeah, <laughs> we need an investigation into that, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to see who does it. Well, Who's maybe they've this? seen, you know, Red Bull feels like, well, they now know a few of our secrets. They've seen like the floor. They've seen what we've done. So yeah. now let's change it and surprise them again. So yeah, we'll have to well, see. You got, they're very smart to keep on their toes. I will mm -hmm. say that. At least yeah. they're not feeling settled down. So yeah. And it's not so see, it's not guaranteed that next year Red Bull is just going to run away with it because there's going to be a lot of changes being made throughout the team. So mm -hmm. it might work. It might not. Mm -hmm. So um, last up, the one and only Charles Leclerc. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, so Charles has been rumored to have extended his contract to a what is it a five year deal, five five yeah. years and until twenty twenty nine for fifty million dollars. That's like the new figure coming out. And um, yeah, it hasn't been confirmed yet, though. Correct? Yeah, it's just rumors. Um, I mean, that- do you think that they will extend his contract for that much? I mean, I think it's obvious he is going to get extended at Ferrari at this point. But yeah, I mean, I feel like if Ferrari doesn't extend his contract, what are you doing? You know, like <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they need to do it. And yeah. for that long too. Red Bull has Max until 2028. And you know, you know Mercedes is gonna stay with George. Obviously, we don't know like with Lewis how what's gonna happen, how long. But I feel like all the teams have like their their main guys that are gonna be with them for in the long run. So Ferrari needs yeah. to just like get that over with. Don't let it be an issue next year for, you know, like silly season and distractions. Like just get that over with and get both your drivers. <laughs> yes. Locked in. And I think um Lando is another driver in question there. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people are curious what his future is with McLaren and all of that. Um so as a side note, I'd love to ask you like what do you think is going to happen with Lando? Do you think he's going to stay with McLaren long term? I think he'll stay. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'll stay. I know earlier in the year with how bad they were doing. There was like talks of Lando leaving, but I mean, just look at how they came back and, and what they've done. So McLaren has done amazing. Yeah. And there hasn't like, there's really nothing I feel like that has happened that would make Lando be like, I have to leave this team. Like, this is horrible. I mean, he has so much support from the team. He's been there a while. Like he, they, they've made a lot of progress um, after their little slump this year. So there's really nothing like negative that I think would make him really want to leave. Like, unless I don't know, Red Bull or Mercedes or something came in and gave him a ton of money yeah. and said like, we have a winning car, like a hundred percent. But yeah, I don't know. I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay with McLaren. What do you think? I think that. I think it really depends on Perez and like where he's at. Um, I think he did a really good job of kind of coming full circle in his season, like really having a low point to, you know, coming back around and getting his SHIT together. Um, But I think only time will tell with his career, like how much longevity there is there. And I would not put it past Red Bull to shoot for getting mm-hmm. someone like Orlando in their car. Um, just because he fits the vibes. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He just fits the vibes. Like, I feel like he's like, he is like a Red Bull vibey type person. So <laughs> I don't know. I just see it for some reason, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll see. Yeah. I can see like why you would think that, but also like, I don't think Checo will be with Red Bull, like, too much longer. Probably maybe just this year. And then, you know, we have Liam also waiting True. Um, in the Red Bull family. So I feel like Red Bull kind of has their guys, like, like waiting in the in back, the, in the waiting. So they yeah. don't really, like, they're not really, like, desperate, like, oh, where, you know, who, who are we going to go to next? I feel like they have, True. like, a good lineup waiting. So, um, and as long as Max is there... They don't really need like another, like a replacement for Max. They just need like that other guy that's good. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think that's all we have in the news, right? Yeah. At least for now. That's it. I know. And then, well, one thing. So Ferrari already announced their car will be revealed on February 13th. Yeah, um, they're the first one to announce it. Usually, um, wasn't it February fourteenth like, last year? Yeah, for so Valentine's cute. Day. Valentine's Day. <laughs> so they've it. announced theirs already. I don't know if they're excited. They're feeling confident in our car. They want to show it off. <laughs> um, but nobody else has announced it yet. But it's usually all like within that that same week. So I'm excited for that to see all the all the new cars. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Weird. I'm just seeing Mm. some news about 
I guess one other thing. Um, did you hear about this Lewis Hamilton trophy thing? Um, oh, yeah. See, more rumors that, yeah, <laughs> that ended rumors. up not being true. Um, so immediately after leaving the stage, and as has been done at previous prize givings, Lewis Hamilton accepted the offer from officials for the trophy. Um, it's the FIA P3 trophy to be sent to the team and therefore left it in their care. We can confirm he did not give the trophy to anyone as a gift as has been speculated. So mm -hmm. just in case any of you guys were wondering if he was being sassy with the FIA, he was not. <laughs> yeah. Did you think he did it? You heard about that before, right? Um, that he gave yes. it away. Yes. Do you think he did it? No, people love to just assume mm -hmm. everything with him. I think unless mm -hmm. it comes from him, like personally, like from his mouth, which he's not afraid to like have his own opinions and see. Yeah. He I think he would have, said he like said I'm something. not accepting this or I'm not showing up or I'm gonna give this like I don't want the, uh, you know I, I think yeah <laughs> yeah that's funny okay mm -hmm. well guys that's all we have for news day we could go on and on and on it's been so much fun um and I can't wait to be back when are I we know. gonna be back I think we should just wait and see like if there's any fun news that comes up and then we'll just have a impromptu little uh mini sesh in between yeah yeah, but we're going to try to take a break for a little bit. Yeah, and, and then I'm sure like mid-January we can start seeing what's going on and what to talk yeah. about. And, and also we're hopefully looking forward to having a couple of guests on our podcast soon. Mm -hmm. So um, stay tuned for that. And we are going to be guests on other podcasts over the break. So we will be sure to keep you guys updated on our Instagram. And please, please, please give us a follow. Give us a rating. Subscribe. Um, we have five really, stars. Yes. Five stars <laughs> only, please. No, we have enjoyed y'all so much and enjoyed this whole entire season of I give an F1 podcast and, um, stay tuned because I think season two is going to be one to remember. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.